grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to today's episode. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome. So, how has your week been, Rach? Yeah, I celebrated my birthday the other day. Yay! Happy birthday, Rachel! Happy birthday to me. And I must say that um, my mum and dad know me well because I received a book about the crown. Woo! And it was season one of the crown, wasn't it? Season one of the crown. And it's so good. It's a book called the crown the inside history and it's by robert lacey and i would thoroughly recommend it because i've been looking at this and reading this book non-stop and it's just brilliant rachel you love to read you love to read so i'm sure you're going to get through that book in a day i'm sure yeah <laughs> i think i've done it already to be fair <laughs> Well, we're heading to London tomorrow, aren't we? We're going to do some festive London content for YouTube. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, so excited because one, it's great for us two to actually see each other in person. But it's also great to go to London and hopefully we'll go before things start. Fingers crossed they don't lock down, but if things start locking down again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we've already been. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up over the next couple of weeks, we'll have a Royal Christmas special and also a year in review. So Rachel and I are going to review our favorite engagements, fashion moments, our favorite um, moments of the Royals in in total. So if you have any favorites you'd like us to read out, head on over to Instagram at Keep It Up With The Windsors Pod. Feel free to email us as well. Keep It Up With The Windsors Pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear what your highlights are and we would love to share it with the Royal Community on the podcast. And we've got a special, we've got a Royal Community Spotlight special episode for you today. We're so excited to introduce Danielle Magnus, who runs the Instagram account, Kate Replicates. Today's episode is all about how to dress like a duchess. I'd never heard of replicating before, Rach. Um, and you got to find out, Royal Community, what replicating is in this episode with Danielle. Yeah, so if you're like us and you love the Duchess of Cambridge's style and never thought, oh, where does she get that top from or those earrings? That's exactly what Danielle does. Her community is searching for where that those pieces of clothing or those accessories from and so yeah that's that's what today's episode is all about so if you're ever wondering how you can get Kate style on a budget let's be real we can't all afford these designer pieces like Catherine can but what Danielle does is she picks pieces that are more high street and wears them in the same way that Catherine would buckle up because there's lots coming your way Danielle honestly it was so lovely to speak to her and for her to share her knowledge really with us yeah so thank you thank you to Danielle for coming on and let's go on with the show hi Danielle thank you so much for being on the podcast today can you please tell the royal community about yourself who are you where you're from and also about your lovely Instagram page Well, hello. I thank you for having me today. I'm actually from the U.S., but right now, and right now I'm currently living in southern Minnesota, which is kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm originally from Ohio, and then I 
moved out to Chicago and that's where I met my husband. And then we ended up moving here to uh, the middle of Minnesota, literally almost little house on the prairie uh, to take over his family farm. I am not a farm wife. I actually am. <laughs> um, I'm actually a, a practicing uh, physician or I specialize in psychiatry. Mm-hmm. So I work full time as a psychiatrist while my husband is basically working full time as a farmer slash software engineer. Oh, wow. That we met when we, I was in medical school in Chicago. I've never been to Chicago or um, Ohio, and I'd love to go to those two places. I have been to Minnesota, so I have uh, visited Rochester, uh, St. Cloud, and also Minneapolis. Yep, yep, that's the big, that's the big uh, Twin Cities. Um, yeah. I'm in Mankato, which is about an hour and a half west of Rochester. Got where it. The Mayo Clinic, where the Mayo Clinic is located. Yeah, that's right. Because Mayo Clinic is so famous across the world, isn't it? It's it's cutting edge, really, of medical science. And uh, I could talk about Minnesota for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't, that's not the, uh, the topic of the conversation. So what got you started with your Instagram page then? Well, when I finished my residency, I actually had to take my white coat off. So I could not hide behind my white coat and not have to dress very well. So when you're in the office, you know, the the better you dress, the more respect I've noticed that I get from my patients, especially as a female. So I realized then that, okay, I have to figure out how to dress now. So one of the first things that I started to do was these, what are called capsule wardrobe. Yeah, that's me. I've got a capsule. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, this is cool. You know, it only lasts for like 21 days or something like that. After that, I started to notice who, who was inspiring me here. You know, when I would look for outfits, most of the time, my inspiration, I'm like looking at Kate. And I'm like, wow, a lot of her outfits that she was wearing, and this would have been about in 2012, that's when I started practicing, um, were very appropriate for uh, the office, Mm. you know, the office setting, as well as for uh, Minnesota weather, considering we have rain and snow. And so a lot of those warm tweed jackets and a lot of her blazers and so forth were very appropriate for what I, my work setting. And so there were people on these uh, face, this was, these were on Facebook accounts. They kept telling me, they're like, why don't you do an Instagram? And I started posting some of my outfits, my Kate replicate outfits at the time. And I was surprised to get responses back from people and likes and then followers. And I, I wasn't expecting anything like this. It kind of then got me more interested in it. The, the outfit that I post on my Instagram account is often the one that, you know, is, is most similar uh, to what Kate or Megan or any other royal is wearing. And what year did you start your Instagram account? I think I started it like in 2018. But I had been doing this, you know, through that whole entire time until somebody mentioned it to me. Hey, why don't you start up an Instagram account and post some of your replicates? And I was like, okay. And it's so interesting, isn't it? Because Catherine is such a style icon now that you can mix and match pieces in her wardrobe. And she does have those specific key pieces. For instance, I've noticed on your Instagram, you wear quite a lot of blazers that she has worn previously. And they're staple pieces Yes, they might be a bit more expensive, but you can keep them in your wardrobe for years. Exactly. And that's why I have no problem investing in some type of 
piece like that because I know I'm going to get my cost per wear out of it. You know, you see her wear that Smythe blazer, the, the Navy Smythe blazer. I mean, that's been, she's worn that for ever since the Olympics were in London back in 2012. And we just saw her wear it, I think, this year. So that that's just something that's never going to go out of style. So I'm willing to invest in something like that. I do often think about what Catherine's wardrobe actually looks like. <laughs> like, you know, with all of it just in a row. I think it's just rooms. <laughs> yeah, just rooms. rooms. And rooms. <laughs> but I think there's a lot. I mean, I think she keeps a lot of things because we see her repeat so much. I mean, you see her wear things like I just remember last year what she was wearing. Maybe it was this year, but she was wearing a coat from like 2011. Um, I think it's a Reese ivory wool coat. And she had just worn it again when they were in, I think, Northern Ireland on the trip there. And it's like a 10 year old coat that you're just pulling out of the closet when you could probably pick any coat that you want to. And here she is pulling out a 10 year old one and it's like, wow, she she can wear whatever she wants to, but she's willing to recycle pieces that she's has that she's kept for maybe 10 years. And I think that's what's great about Catherine, isn't it? Is that her wardrobe is so put together, we should say, and it's it's just like a whole look, but you can pick those key pieces. And like you said, throughout the years, she has worn so many pieces again and again. And that's what's great is because she does have more expensive designer pieces, but actually cost per wear, she's she is getting the wear out of them. And it wouldn't surprise me if we saw, say, for instance, that coat you were talking about in another 10 years. Absolutely. I I, I absolutely agree with you. You know, it would not surprise me at all. I mean, it's just a piece of clothing that probably will never go out of style. And yeah, I mean, it will look great on anyone at any age. So So let's take it back then for the royal community who do not know what replicating is and um, don't know about how to get into this. What exactly is it? Well, I guess I would say the definition of replicating would be... um, It's like a remix, if not an exact replica of something that is worn by Kate or maybe even like her sister Pippa or Meghan or any other like royal, maybe like Crown Crown Princess Victoria, uh, Mary, you know, Princess Sophia, Queen Letizia from Spain. So I think even though we hear replicating, you think maybe just Kate, actually, you know, all other royals as well as Kate's sister, Pippa. So for instance, you would see a look on Catherine or uh, Meghan or Pippa, you know, anyone who gives you inspiration from any of the royal houses. It sounds like Game of Thrones, but we'll just carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But any of the royal houses. And then from that instance, you would then start sourcing those items. Yeah, if I see something that I think that I would be able to get my cost per wear out of that would look appropriate for the office or that I would be able to wear at home playing with my five-year-old son outside and on the farm or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. And as soon as it's ID'd, that's, that can sometimes be the difficult thing is, is it still available even on the website? And if it's not available, then, you know, looking on other websites like eBay and Poshmark, the real, real, all those ones to see if can it be found on there because it might be a piece that's two or three years old. Mm. I hear Poshmark. I, I know Poshmark is a American brand. I don't think that's in Britain at the moment, but is there something that's the similar reach in the UK to Poshmark? Would it be Vinted? Um, the, the Outnet. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, the Outnet is a good one. Farfetch. 
Poshmark is more, you know, you can put any type of clothing on Poshmark, but Outnet, yeah, that is definitely higher brand name. But many times, yeah, Outnet, you will find, you know, maybe a piece that is fairly expensive, but it's like 65% off. But they may only have a couple pieces, so you got to be pretty quick with getting yeah. it. And what would you say is the most that you would pay for an item? Like, is there a limit that you would spend on an item? Oh, oh, an actual, oh gosh. Rachel's thinking the gold Jenny Packham dress. No, no, no. <laughs> would you I, go that? <laughs> maybe if I were going to wear that to my wedding, you know, I would consider that. But no. <laughs> Where am I going to wear it? I mean, would that be any good on the farm, Danielle? Would it be good on the farm? <laughs> if I can find that on Rent the Runway, you know, that that is something I have a membership to is Rent the Runway, which allows me to rent pieces of clothing from high-end brands uh, like LK Bennett and Shoshana and places like that. So I can wear those high-end brands and not have to pay hundreds of dollars for them but you know if I find something that is mainly Kate I'm going to put usually put more money or be willing to spend a little bit more on a piece that she is wearing yeah I might pay six seven hundred dollars especially if it's you know a really good quality jacket or a dress or a skirt like that pleated polka dot skirt that she has, I was like, okay, I see myself wearing that quite often, especially in the office. Or like her boots, the ones that she's worn for 12 years, the Penelope boots, or maybe even since 2007, I think was the first time she wore them. Yeah, I invested in those. And I noticed on your Instagram page, you recently posted a photo and Catherine was wearing the Demelia bag. Yes. And you have that bag, is that correct? I like it. I think it, I think it was just, it's, it's a cute little bag that if I go out with friends or something like that, it's a nice little accessory, but it's really not something that I can take to work. You know, I have her, uh, the mulberry bag. I have that one that, you know, is a little bit bigger and I'll use that when going to work. Yeah. What would you say if someone was trying to replicate a Catherine outfit, what would you say would be your top tips to do that? Well, I think first, if you're not quite sure what she's wearing or something like that, is just checking out certain websites like whatkatewore.com and katescloset.com. And there's a couple other ones also. But, you know, just going on there and checking them out and it'll give you an idea of what her style is and what she's worn recently and even in the past to see if you, you know, to see if you even like her style, to see if you could see yourself wearing some of these pieces that she's worn. Also, if you just type in replicate on Instagram, follow like other people, other replicators, you'll see how they may wear a piece. You know, they might not have the entire outfit, but they may have one or two pieces of a specific outfit and you'll see how they pair it with other things. As soon as those pictures are posted, people start looking and trying to ID what she is wearing. And there's some really good people out there that can ID. So there's certain Twitter accounts like Middleton Maven, and what Kate wore. I really can't do it. They're so quick, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're so quick. So if she's wearing something that you really like and they're able to, you know, ID it quickly, first thing is click on there and see if it's within your price range and and, and if it's available, buy it. You know, who knows? You can always send it back. You know, you got to do that sometimes within minutes to, you know, hours or something, or that's going to sell out right away. 
And then if it isn't available, knowing the name of what it, she is wearing, like if it's the LK Bennett so-and-so dress, then searching that first, just doing a Google search or then going on those other websites and searching Sometimes you'll find it on there, like the Zara green shirt that she recently wore. That was not available anymore on Zara. But if you went on Poshmark, there were like three or four of them up for sale for only like $15. And you're not going to catch it ID'd on Instagram as quickly. It's going to be on Twitter. Sometimes it can be difficult, like the red pleated skirt that she recently wore. It took a few hours, if not longer, to ID that skirt. And it was just difficult to see was her, did hers have a zipper on it? So it, it took a little while. And then finally they were able to agree. And I think they contacted Christopher Kane. I think they contacted them to find out, you know, is this your skirt that she is wearing? And they said, wow. yes. And it was, it was changed, wasn't it? Because it had, the original had a bit of embellishment on yeah, it. Yeah. But obviously that was removed for Catherine to wear, wasn't well, it? Well, that little bit of an embellishment, it could be taken off. Oh, right. Okay. It was just on there with like a little pin to add it, but it could easily have been taken off. That was something that I invested in actually. Oh, right. Okay. A, a red pleated skirt. I'm like, this will never go out in style. It's a really appropriate for the office. It adds color. Is that coming to your Instagram soon? Yeah, that'll be coming. <laughs> We need to see it. We need to see it, Danielle. I don't want to post too much at once. I want to get it up there, girl. I got to, I got to keep you, you know, you know, where you check in, you know, daily and see how she posted, you know. So I saw on your Instagram that you repla Megan's a short suit that she wore for the Today Show. And I think you look fabulous wearing it. And it's actually one of my favorite Megan outfits. So um, did it? how did it feel wearing that? Did, did you feel different wearing something you know that the royals have worn? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's nice to have, you know, to feel that you are uh, like this a piece of history. Yeah. You know, I think anything, anything that they wear, you know, everybody knows what they wear and eventually it's going to become a piece of history. And yeah, that suit, I got lucky finding that. That was, you know, before she was really royal, you could say. And and I think I found that on the bottoms on Poshmark, but the, the suit jacket on the real real. So I had to do some searching. You know, it took like probably six months or so of just regular searching and making sure I knew the exact name of the, you know, and that's what some of these websites also are good for. Like for Megan, it would be what Megan wore and Megan's fashion. You know, they know the exact name of what the piece that the person is wearing because there's many other pieces that look similar. And if you don't know the exact name and then you're on the website searching for it, something might come up and it looks similar. And then here it is, it's not the same one. So, so you need to really... Uh, that's really important. But finding that, that cute striped Veronica beard suit, that took a while before I finally came across it. I guess it's hard as well because you get you get photos that are in black and white. So you get photos that are overexposed. It, it, it does take a lot of research, but I guess it feels a bit like a treasure hunt. Like I've got the treasure when you get this. It's quite adrenaline pumping, isn't it? It is. You know, if you are one of the lucky ones to get that piece that, you know, maybe only a couple of them are available right now because it's almost sold out and you were just one of those lucky ones yeah 
I mean, you feel it is like an adrenaline rush. It's like finding that piece of gold or something like that, you know? And I guess as well, when you're following, say, for instance, Catherine or Megan, because you've been following them for a while, you kind of know what designers they go to. So if there's a specific outfit, sometimes, for instance, I'll look at something Catherine's wearing and I'll I'll be like, I think that's, say, for instance, Amelia Wickstead, because we know she wears a lot of that, or she wears a lot of Alexander McQueen, or when she goes to say church she wears a lot of Catherine Walker so do you find that yourself that you're able to hunt down more because you kind of over the years you know what they wear yeah usually if it hasn't been identified yet usually I can kind of get I kind of have a clue of what it might be so I do start looking at some of those websites to see if it is available you know is this does this look like an LK Bennett dress because she commonly wears that brand and that's a brand that I really love and it fits perfect for my profession. So if it hasn't been identified yet, you know, I'll start looking. Danielle, I've got to ask you, have you got the LK Bennett Middleton mid-heel nude platform shoes? Oh, yeah. Do you have a pair? Yeah, the ones from <laughs> like, I don't know, those are what, like 10 years old or something like that? Yeah, it was so difficult to get them anywhere. They were sold out constantly. I think I found them on eBay after they were sold out. So I finally found them. I mean, she was wearing them all the time. (laughs) They were the go-to shoes. They were the go-to shoes. (laughs) I don't know if we'll see her back in them. I don't know. I think the toe is too rounded or just same thing with the um, Stuart Weitzman uh, wedge the blue, the navy wedge. Mm. I mean, I love those ones. I still wear them, but I don't know if we'll see her wearing those again. Well, I think it's it's like with all of us, as we get older, our style changes and evolves. And I feel like that's the same with Catherine, is that it's just because she's photographed, she's been photographed for 15 plus years, that we see this style evolution. I think when you see her, when she's with children and when she's at, you know, like the outdoorsy events, she is wearing much more, we would call high street pieces that are much more accessible to people and much more affordable. And I feel like they're the pieces that you can really work into your own wardrobe. And that's what I love about her is that she wears those pieces, you know, and some of the other royals do that too. Like Queen Latissa. I mean, she wears Hugo Boss all the time. With Kate, that is what I really love. I mean, she could be wearing some Valentino pants or something like that that are $800. Well, who's going to be able to maybe afford something like that? You know, but I mean, she does. She wears pieces that, you know, a lot of people can afford. And that's why they sell out so quick. Exactly. That's why you kind of got to be on top of your game and, and be able to, you know, as soon as something, as soon as she's photographed, then people, they start searching And if it's something that is within price range, um, it's going to sell out quick. And that's what, you know, yeah, that is what I really like about her is that she does that because, I mean, she could have her clothes made. She could be wearing really, really expensive clothes that nobody could afford, you know, and I just think if that was the case, I don't think she would get as much attention with her fashion. I hope she continues to do that. I hope when she becomes queen that she doesn't start having all of her pieces now handmade. That's what I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I, th- I think you've got a while to wait until that happens, Danielle, because we've got Charles next <laughs> and he's going to be around for a long time. <laughs> I know, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. You're right. Um, how important are accessories when you're replicating? Well, I, I, I do think they're important having the like right now I'm wearing the spell of love necklace and live the row earrings. 
you know, and these and these accessories, many times they're very reasonable in cost. I mean, yes, she has some that are thousands of dollars, diamonds, but many times you can find people like on Etsy that replicate that type of jewelry and it looks just like what she's wearing. So, but so, a lot of her pieces of jewelry, you know, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised, you know, can afford. And I, I do have a lot of her earrings and necklaces, but I also have some that I bought on Etsy, but I can't afford a $3,000 pair of earrings. But, you know, they have ones that people on Etsy that replicate them and they look really good. And what would you say is your favorite outfit that you've replicated? Oh, you my favorite outfit. <laughs> I don't think I could pick a specific one. I mean, there's so many that I, I really love that I've replicated. Well, give us 20, Danielle. Go for it. Got time. <laughs> 20. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of the LK Bennett, I will have to say, I mean, I, I just love that brand. Just about every one that I've replicated in that. And I think, I don't know how many dresses she's worn, you know, seven, eight and even like the polka dot top and so forth. Mm. Those ones, I just, I, I love replicating those. You know, a lot of her more uh, casual uh, looks, I, I love replicating those ones as well. Like I said, considering where I live and so forth, I can wear them all the time. I'm outside quite often on the farm with my five-year-old son, so they're perfect for me. And it's nice then also to be out there wearing a jacket that she just wore. So I absolutely got into um, an obsession with with your Instagram page. I loved seeing uh, your replicating of Kate, Megan, Pippa, and obviously other royal households. For me, I, I wrote a few down that I liked. My favorite ones of you. Okay, what are those? <laughs> yeah, my first was you have Catherine's hold still when she was on the phone call. You've got her whistles cream blouse. And I thought that was wonderful. Did you was that hard to source? Yes, that took a few years actually. You know, when I would maybe be searching for something on eBay, you know, I would just type in that exact blouse and everything, the name, and just if it would come up or on Poshmark, or on the other websites. And finally, I was able to get one. So I was quite surprised. And there's been other pieces that I've been able to get from other replicators, you know, that that they have, that they may have bought two at that time. And, you know, then they say, hey, I have, you know, I bought two of this piece, you know, do any of you guys, you know, were any of you guys able to get it? So... Yeah, I loved the whistle blouse. And we saw an engagement with Catherine in September where she went to RAF Bryce Norton and she was seeing some of the um, the, the soldiers who'd gone over uh, to Afghanistan. And she was wearing the Reese bla uh, blazer, the jigsaw wide leg trousers. I thought you looked spectacular in that outfit. Oh, thank you. And I know that, Rachel, you're trying to source that Reese jacket at this, well, the blazer at, at this present moment. It's still sold out in the UK. Like, um, Reese website because you messaged me Danielle and you was like check selfages I was like I have it's not there <laughs> it's a great if you can get it it is a great investment blazer you know yeah. when I saw the color of it I was like this is perfect and I don't she really doesn't have a beige blazer she's got white ones from Zara but when I saw it was like a beige color I was like oh this is never going to go out of style this is definitely an investment piece so as soon as I saw it, as soon as it was identified, I was like, okay, I'm purchasing it. Trust me, it's on my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> and those jigsaw, those jigsaw trousers, I mean, those are great. I, I love them. I wish she had a pair that 
were in black. They're navy, those aren't they? Yeah, they're navy. Yeah, they're yeah, they're navy. And I think she just wore a black pair uh, with the green Zara top and her green, the one green coat. Mm. I was actually going to bring up a green blazer with you for my third look that I loved on your Instagram, and it was when Catherine did the message with uh, William for St Patrick's Day, and they were they were trying to speak Gaelic, <laughs> which was hilarious, and we we mentioned it on the podcast. But you, it's a Zara green blazer, and you have it as well it's it's wonderful piece oh I love it and I hope yeah I hope, her, I hope that she'll wear it again because you know mm. I just paired it with black pants you know because so, I was just trying to think okay what will what would she wear with this um and that's sometimes that I ask on Instagram you know I'll just ask a question hey what do you guys think Kate would pair with this but yeah no I love that I love the color of that you know Zara for some reason sometimes they have really good blazers I'm sometimes impressed by you know, considering the cost, I mean, sometimes the, mm. the cost is not anywhere near what some of these other blazers are. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I hope that she does wear it again, just so I could see what it is that she has paired it with just for the interest. It will probably come out in another five years, won't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <really. laughs> I do have another fangirl moment for you, and it's um, a Repla Megan this time. Is that how we say yeah, it? In, in like a Repla Megan, yeah. Megan in, <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. It was a Mister Self Portrait dress, and I think Megan had the three quarter, but you had the maxi dress in it, and it was the blue dress with the the black belt. Yeah. How? What? What type of fabric is that? That was lace. Mm. Yeah, it was all that was like all lace, and I found that on the real real yeah uh for a really really good price because it had been something that she had worn a few years ago and and it wasn't available anymore but I was able to find that on there I couldn't find the midi one that she wore but when I saw the maxi I was like oh that's beautiful yeah you know perfect for like an outdoor wedding type event or something like that so that's why and and for the amount that I was able to get it for on the real real I'm like okay this is worth it it's also quite sustainable isn't it getting the I don't want to say secondhand clothes but they are you know they're they're pre-loved with Zara might be a bit of um fast fashion but this is yeah this is actually stay staple pieces as you as you mentioned earlier Mm mm-hmm Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say one more thing about Fangirl and about your Instagram accounts. And I just love the stories that you put up about like when you get a bag or when you get a piece of clothing that's beautifully wrapped and you show like how it's arrived. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, I love unboxing videos. So I'm a big, massive fan of unboxings. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't made an unboxing video yet. I've, I've been thinking about it. Please you do should do it. it. I, I don't, I, I'm just, I don't know if I'm good enough at it yet. You know, as, as, as the years have gone by, I'm getting better and better at, you know, presenting myself on Instagram, doing my makeup better. <laughs> You know, so uh, that's just something that, yeah, I figure, you know, it's just, you know, hey, look, this is how it came. Look how pretty this is or the type of box that it came in or, you know, just to show people, you know, what it looks like when it arrives. But it makes you excited then, doesn't it, to open the piece? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's why I'm trying to learn maybe how to do these unboxing videos. But I don't know if I'm good enough with my phone or don't even think about it. I don't think I don't think my five year old would hold the phone (laughs) for me while I did it. Or I don't think he would unbox it for me while I hold the phone and, you know, watch him do it. So 
I think it reminds me of um I I'm the middle of three girls so I've got an older sister younger sister and one of my favorite things was when they'd gone out shopping having a look what they bought so I think that reminds me of that like I want to see what's in the box oh yeah and it, and the thing that well the thing that's really difficult is waiting for it to arrive mm. and especially where I live you know if it's coming from London it can it can come pretty quickly if it's coming from DHL within like three or four days. But if it's coming via, you know, the United States Postal Service, it may be uh, seven to 10 days. And I'm just waiting there and waiting there. And I'm like, please show up, please show up. I'm like checking my checking to see the tracking to see, how, OK, which which airport is it at right now? Is it at Chicago O'Hare yet or <laughs> Yeah, that's where also it can be a little exciting. What do your friends and family think of you replicating your style then before you started and versus now? Do they see a difference? Do they comment on it? Do they ask you where you got your pieces from? Well, not not necessarily my family, but my patients in my office and, and my other like co-workers here, like the nursing staff and so forth. Yes, they definitely compliment all the time. Quite often when I am wearing a Kate piece, I will, you know, have patients compliment all the time. Oh, that's such a beautiful skirt or, oh, that's such a beautiful blazer. Or so, and, and so the more compliments I get, it's like, okay, that's, this is definitely, this, a is great piece. <laughs> this was, this was worth the, this was worth the investment. So that's where I've noticed the difference. And I think sometimes when I've gone shopping before, I've say, for instance, I went with my mum a few weeks ago and we was in two, we was in two separate shops. And I was like, Kate's worn that. Kate wore something similar to that. <laughs> so it's, it is that thing of, you know, it's exciting to find a piece. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't obviously maybe not be able to spend the sort of money that she does, but to be able to see it in the flesh and be like, oh, wow, she wore that. That's what I wish. I, I, I miss that, you know, the ability to like maybe go and try on something before actually buying that. When I lived in Chicago, I was able to do that because all those stores were right there. Now I have to you know, actually buy it from Nordstrom or, you know, one of the, and have to sit here and wait for days rather than just being able and run, you know, a couple hours away or something like that to the store, or, you know, deal with rush hour traffic, but go down, down, downtown Chicago and try it on right away to see if I like it. So I, I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. And I know you've got the Mall of America in Minnesota. So there's, um, <laughs> But it's, it seems like it's a, a, a drive away from you, isn't it? So you might have to like get a hotel and stay over if you want a good shopping yeah, session. Actually, it's about it's about a, a two hour drive. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe not. then. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not something that, oh, she wore this. I'm going to, you know, run up to the Mall of America yeah. and try it on. You know, I'm just not going to. Yeah, so that's where that's where I, I, you know, my UPS guy knows my husband quite well. My DHL, DHL guy and uh, FedEx, they, they, they know my house quite well. There are times when I'm driving home and I pass, you know, their truck and I'm like, oh, I think it arrived. There's the FedEx guy. Okay, yes. And I pull up to my house and there's the FedEx package sitting there. And I'm like, all right. Do you know, they, they, I, I think they're the young son heroes in replicating really, aren't they? The, the parcel <laughs> delivery people. Oh my gosh, yes. They, I mean, they don't know me quite as well because they're dropping it off in the middle of the day while I'm at work. But sometimes my husband can be home. And yeah, they, they know him quite well. <laughs> Talking of your husband, Danielle, and your son, 
have you tried to repla William or repla George or repla Louis or repla Archie or repla Harry or have you done that with your your family at all or are you just keeping it to yourself? Oh, I, I have repla George and there's a couple pictures yeah. of my son on there when George was wearing the Ralph Lauren blue and white striped cable knit sweater. And so that was one that I think it's posted on my Instagram account when he turned, I think it was about four and a half. I found I was able to get a hold of that sweater and I was like, okay, we're taking a picture with this one on. Let's go to the photographer. Now there's no way I will be able to replica William um, <laughs> because my husband, he basically wears jeans and a t-shirt every day to the farm and basically wears the same thing over and over again. So no velvet blazer then? Oh God, no. (laughs) (laughs) If I bought him a velvet blazer, he would just like, oh God. (laughs) He would laugh. He would, oh my God. He's never had to dress up really for work. Before he came back home here, he was a software engineer. So most of the time, you know, engineers, they're coming in in jeans and shirt you know t-shirts or something while they're sitting on the computer programming most of the day so that's what he did so he's never really had to dress up and wear a suit and tie or unless he's going to some event like a wedding or maybe when we got married I, I I can't even recall the last time I saw him in a suit and tie actually but I am gonna probably repla George or repla Louie when I see some cute things. So I've been keeping my eye out for that for my son because they have definitely been wearing some cute sweaters. And when I saw that, the one, the cable knit Ralph Lauren that he wore, I was like, oh, that is so cute. And does your husband ever say anything about the outfits that you wear? Well, sometimes he's like, oh, that's look, that looks pretty, you know, today. Or, wow, that's a long dress. <laughs> and, does it, and does he ever say, oh, did Duchess of Cambridge wear that? Or did Kate wear that? <laughs> Yes, yes, he will say that. He's like, oh, did, is that, no, are you wearing that because Kate wore that? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Back off, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, why do you think that, that's why the DHL guy was here? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I want to know, Danielle, are there any pieces that you're trying to source at the moment that have been very difficult to get your hands on? What What is it that you're replicating at the moment? Uh, the green Zara shirt that she just wore. I just have not been able to find that one at all. And I don't know. I mean, that's something that I'm just going to have to keep checking on uh, Poshmark to see if eventually it, it comes up on my eBay. I have like a watch list that I sometimes her whistles top and skirt from like, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. What colors are they? What style is it? It was, it was the crocheted top. And the pleated white skirt. Yeah, I know which one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's it's a, there's ones that are available, but I'm not going to pay the amount. So I just watch it. You know, it's something that you know I keep an eye on and, and check sites yeah. once in a while and see if I find it that is it within my price range. Sometimes people can post some things on these websites for way, and that's something that you have to be careful about. Is they can post some things that are way outside you know, what you should be paying for it. And I'll just wait, you know, and eventually, you know, and that's what I've learned is that I've learned to just wait it out. And then at some point it'll eventually come up. Yeah. It may be a year or two, but I'm willing to wait that long. And I think that's the beauty of it because it's any moment it could just pop up on another site with your price range, with the size you want. So 
again, it's that treasure hunt feel. I quite like this. I might even get into it myself. Well, that yeah. And that's also the thing is taking into consider the size. You know, if I do find it, maybe one or two sizes too big, you know, but I find it for a really good price. Well, I have a seamstress here that will take it in for me if I need to or uh, hem, hem it. Like recently, I was able to find the AG jeans uh, Lolita overalls. I was so surprised I found those on Poshmark for the amount, but I knew that they were going to be really long. So, you know, I just took them there, but for the cost that I paid for them on Poshmark, it was absolutely worth the amount to just get them hemmed. And that look would go great on the farm, Danielle, won't it? <laughs> oh yeah, that's why, that's why tomorrow, and I might even post it tomorrow, I am kind of dressing up like a farm girl. Everybody here in the everybody here in my office has always wanted me to dress up that way. And when I thought I'm like, I'm not just going to buy a pair of overalls to do this. But, you know, I knew Kate wore those overalls in the 2016 Vogue, uh, you know, interview. And I was like, OK, if I could find those ones, you know, I'll try and invest in those. So what do you see for the future of your Instagram account? Well, I, I just think I'll continue to follow Kate's style and Megan's style if we're not seeing Mega and Pippa that much, but we do see a lot of the Crown Princess Victoria and Mary and Queen Latissa. So, and I like a lot of their clothes because I can wear them to the office. No, I, I don't. I, I can plan to continue to do it. It's a nice hobby for me, you know? And, and I try to tell people, I'm like, I'm not wearing these same clothes every day. I have a complete wardrobe that the pieces that I post on Instagram, I'm posting the entire replicate of uh, what she wore to see what it would look like on a regular person. You know, I'm pairing those blazers with different skirts that I own myself or the pants, uh, the, you know, skirts with different things that I own. So it's not like I'm wearing the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, and then, like I said, I, I have a membership to rent the runway to where I just rent some dresses for wear them once or twice and I just send them right back. So, and sometimes what, what I rent, I sometimes bring in one of Kate's blazers or something like that and wear it with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I see myself continuing to do it. I think it's fun. It's something that, you know, I have to dress up every day for work. So it gives me a reason to do it. And right now with a five-year-old son, I don't have much time to do any other hobby. It also seems like you've created a lovely social circle around you who have the same passion as you as well. And I think that is testimony to the replicating community, but also how fun it is to do. Yeah, yeah, that's actually, yeah, actually, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's something that we all have in common. You know, we just like her style. We're the other royal style. And, you know, it's just... Yeah. I mean, even though, yeah, one of the main things that we talk about is the style and everything, but many times we talk about something that has nothing to do with the style. Mm. Maybe something happened to one of us and, you know, we just need help or some advice or something like that. And we'll bring it up and talk with each other about it. And I think that's what we found, isn't it, Michelle, with the royal community is that we've made friends although we've never met these people in real life we feel like we have friends that we talk to on Instagram and we talk to about the podcast and it's just such a lovely space to be a part of yeah someday I would love to like set up some type of trip or something like that and 
the replicating community. We all go to London together and just hang out and go, you know, I, I've been to London. I went, that's where I went on my honeymoon was to London. Yeah. I mean, I would just love to do that just to have everybody meet up there and go to the Buckingham Palace and everything like that. And just talk about where each day, wear a different Kate outfit or something like that, just to have fun. Uh, still replicating at the same time. And well, let us know and we'll be there, won't you, Michelle? <laughs> you, you'll be the best dressed um, people in London for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're all here for the Platinum Jubilee. So it'd be a good time for you to come over on uh, Platinum Jubilee time. You know, that was something that I was considering because I was like, well, my son will be six years old. He won't be as difficult to take care of by my husband. Yeah, that was that is definitely a, a time that I am considering maybe going back and it'll be then about 10 years and since I had been there because it would have been my honeymoon was the last time I was there back in 2012. Did you go anywhere other than London or did you stay in London for your honeymoon? Did you go to Bath or to Stonehenge or anywhere? No, we just stayed. Yeah, we just stayed in, in London. That was it was actually the first time I've ever left the United States. Oh, and you chose London. Yeah. <laughs> and I chose London. And luckily my husband's sister had been in London and in the entire UK for like a year when she was in college. So she was able to set up an entire itinerary for us because if we didn't have that, we would have been completely lost. <laughs> what was your favorite thing that you did whilst you were there? Uh, going shopping at Covent Garden. Uh, we love Covent Garden, don't we? Yeah, wonderful place. And I come back, I come out with the whistles bag. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I didn't love going to Kensington Palace and Windsor Castle and, you know, yeah, those were all great to see that. But, you know, to actually like shop in some of those and, and shop at uh, Harold's. Harrods. Yeah, where I uh, bought myself a nice gift. And I asked my husband if I could buy this mulberry purse. Nice. <laughs> and he couldn't. He was like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love your style. It's amazing. Okay. I've got my final question for you, Danielle. And it is out of all of the Royals, which has been your favorite look ever? And I don't mean just to replicate, but what has been your favorite fashion moment? Well, of course, Kate's wedding. Has to be. (laughs) You're going for the Alexandra McQueen. Yeah. I mean, that dress was just, I mean, that, that dress was just beautiful. And, you know, the, the uniqueness of it, I love that it was, you know, the, the, the lace and everything like that. I think at that time, the whole style was mainly, at least here in the U.S., was, you know, off the shoulder type of, everybody was wearing an off the shoulder dress. And to see her coming in, you know, with the, the long lace and, you know, it was like, that was something that would be seen maybe back in like the 80s or something here in the U.S. for a wedding. And I was just like taken aback. I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I get married before this? Because I probably would have, well, I probably would have, you know, I, when I, you would have replicated. Gosh, I probably would have put maybe lace sleeves or something like that, you know, instead of just wearing an off the shoulder strapless gown that I had, you know, that I wore. 
So that's what I really loved when I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, why did I get married so early? Well, it's, it's lucky because then your husband wouldn't have to think about the dress. He'd be like, oh, I'll just see what Kate was wearing. I'm sure that's what Danielle's going to wear. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess that would, that, that would have to be. You know, and then and then of course her gown that she mm. wore afterwards. I mean, that was beautiful. Also, who was the um, designer of her evening gown? Was that Jenny Packham? Yeah, I think so. I just loved a bolero. I thought yeah. it was absolutely beautiful. Mm. Yes, that was beautiful. Yeah. Do you want to add in your um, how people can find you and and link it all to your Instagram, Danielle? Well, my Instagram is Kate's Replicates, um, and you know you just look that up and you should be able to, uh, you know, link right to my Instagram page on there. Brilliant. Yeah. I'll be popping the link, um, in the show notes and obviously as well, when we're on our Instagram at keeping up with the Windsor's pod, we'll be putting all the links to Danielle's replicating Instagram page as well. You have to have a look. It's amazing. Honestly, I spent hours looking. (laughs) I just loved seeing, um, your creativity and what you chose as well, because there's so many outfits you could choose. So I just, I just loved your choices. I think the only thing that I wish with my Instagram account is that I had like a photographer. I was going to say, I quite like the fact that it's not um, like, you know, quote unquote, a professional photographer, because it makes me feel like I can do the same thing. So I actually quite like that authenticity from your photos. Yeah, it's basically sometimes it's me just taking a photograph of myself right before work. Unfortunately, sometimes my husband might still be asleep and I have to turn on the light. But <laughs> he knows what I'm doing. So any of the outfits that we've mentioned today, I'll make sure that I post in Instagram story. So any of Catherine's outfits and we'll also post Danielle's Instagram in our stories as well. Lovely. Thank you so much for coming and chatting to us, Danielle. Uh, honestly, it's been so, I've, I've never heard of replicating before and I'm just, I'm so excited about it now. I'm like, wow, you've really got me inspired. We need to start. We need to <laughs> yes, start. Michelle. you guys definitely need to start. You don't have to, you don't have to buy all these really expensive things yet. You know, there's many things out there that she wears that are really uh, worth buying and affordable Mm. and just you just have to keep track because you never know when she's going to show up but keep track of her schedule that's the beauty of it isn't it (laughs) exactly wow that is a lot of amazing knowledge and information to take away and for you to start dressing like a duchess yourself. I mean, it was amazing to have Danielle on the podcast and we really loved having her as a guest. So thank you so much for Danielle for being here and giving her time to the royal community. It's wonderful to have these royal community spotlights, Rach. Oh, I absolutely love it because like you said, it's, you know, it's building a community, but these are like-minded people. If you love the royals as much as we do, you love talking about them, but if you love their fashion, if you love Catherine's style, you've just heard loads of information that you can take away with you. And like you said, you can build your own wardrobe. So thank you so much, Danielle, for coming on this week's episode. If you liked the episode, please subscribe, like, comment, share, wherever you get your podcasts. If you are listening on Apple, we would love it if you would leave us a five-star review because it really helps us to build the royal community. And so we can have future guests on like Danielle. Also as well, if you're listening on Podbean, follow us, Spotify, follow us as well. We're on Ko-fi, so feel free to support our podcast and buy us a coffee. And also we have a YouTube channel. All the links that we speak of 
in the whole episode will be in the show notes. So head on over to the show notes and all the information will be there. Thank you so much for being here. And we're so excited to bring you our Christmas content starting next week. So buckle up, Royal Community. We're getting festive. (laughs) Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week on Keeping Keeping Up with the the Windsors. Windsors.